the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis fueled by Lucky Station With SRN News I'm Gordon Griffin White House Counselor Kellyanne Conway says Congress needs to fix the nation's immigration laws. We have an unserious Congress that is not is not coming to the table, and the Republicans failed to do their job when they were in charge, no doubt, and the Democrats now are failing to come together. Conway says the president has presented Congress with his ideas for fixing the immigration system. He has asked for Congress in a 70-point plan to do everything from end the visa lottery system to chain migration. He was willing to do a deal on the Dreamers. It's false when everybody says, oh, there was $25 million, billion dollars on the table by the Democrats, but the president walked away. That was what was allocated, not appropriated, and they know it. Conway, Conway appeared earlier on NBC's Meet the Press. Authorities say at least 25 people were taken to hospitals for treatment in East Texas after a suspected tornado struck the Caddo Mound State Historic Site. This is SRN News. Larry Elder watches the Democrats continue to scramble. Didn't have the collusion, didn't have the conspiracy, didn't have the coordination you want. So now you're going to get it, and no matter what he says, he says, Trump did not collude. You'll say, ha-ha, he didn't say certainly did not conclude, so therefore it wasn't definitive. It doesn't matter. You didn't get what you wanted. The Larry Elder Show, afternoons at 5 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Mostly sunny skies with a high of 46 degrees today. It should be a nice day for your Sunday afternoon. And increasing clouds and a low of 31 tonight. And you can embark on an extraordinary 10-day adventure through Israel with the Stand with Israel tour going on December 2nd through 11th. You get to explore the Galilee region, Jerusalem, and Tel Aviv, all while receiving expert insights on the land and historic sites from Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher. They're leading the trip. Register today at am1280thepatriot.com. Hour 2 of the Brad Carlson Show starts right now. For the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go, go flight. flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast, we'd like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thank you as always for tuning into the show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. and we are here to take your phone calls at six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show for any comments. And if you'd like to uh, check us out on Facebook, feel free to do so. Just go to Facebook, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and click like if you haven't done so already. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, hour number two of the broadcast. Spent a good chunk of the first hour talking about Tiger Woods emerging victorious uh, in the uh, in the Masters, the 2019 Masters, his uh, fifth green jacket, and uh, I tell you, it's uh, we're riding high a little bit here. I can't wait to get home and uh, watch uh, some of the uh, highlights of the uh, of the uh, championship. That is that is for certain. But uh, we do want to get to some more of the political news. And I talked about that there is a uh, veritable clown car that uh, is taking place on the Democrat side, the 2020 uh, Democrat presidential candidates. We talked a little bit about how, you know, the Democrat candidates today, a lot of them kind of are representing the woke left. And a lot of people surmise that that's where the Democrat Party is going. But as I cited in a New York Times story, the electorate, the Democrat electorate you see that is so prolific on Twitter is not necessarily reflective of the Democrat electorate as a whole. Hence, why somebody like Joe Biden is leading 
amongst the candidates, even though he hasn't officially declared, because Joe Biden is the least insane of the current crop, at least when it comes to policy ideas. So uh, we want to uh, we want definitely want to uh, check out some more from this past week. Bernie Sanders was in the news. Uh, Eric Swalwell. Who? Yeah, Eric Swalwell, uh, uh, California congressman, uh, was uh, decided to jump into the race. But before we do any of that, uh, is Vincent on hold right now? Okay. Vincent's oh, on hold, yes. We always love to hear from Vincent from St. Paul, a loyal listener, and uh, often calls in. Vincent, good to hear from you, sir. You are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Well, thank you very much. Aloha. Uh... You're talking about Tiger. That's part of life, you know. For me, the golf was Arnie. Yes. Loved and Arnie. that was, you know, when I was in the 60s there, when he started up, you know, he was the first big one. Absolutely. And then, uh, but life, you know, that's what we got going on here. The president is coming this week, but then. Tomorrow. Yeah. Minnesota legislature. They're into our life, too, you know. Absolutely. They want to do this and that there, the DFL there. So that's everything's part of life, you know. Yeah, that's absolutely Yeah, that's absolutely right. Thanks for the call, Vincent. In fact, uh, uh, I don't know if we'll get time to, to uh, talk about that. But, yeah, DFL uh, passed a bill, a hands-free bill, where the governor signed into law where you can't be holding a, uh, holding a cell phone, which I'm all for about safety, but... Uh, when it is when you'd like hold your cell phone to like put it in your uh center console and whatnot can you can you get cited for that i mean i don't know i just kind of seem i'm all for being safe but i also like to draw a fine line between government mandating safety and then um getting involved uh kind of infringing upon your freedoms my thing is i have a hands-free cell phone so i never I never have. I can do voice activate. I can have both hands on the wheel and say, "Hey, call home," and it'll call home, and it's all good. And with technology today, it does that. But uh, yeah, there certainly is that. Obviously, the gas tax that they're wrangling over seventy percent increase in the gas tax that certainly is going to affect affect consumers. Not only the pump, but what people don't realize is the extra fuel costs uh, for commercial vehicles that deliver to, well, say your neighborhood grocery store. Where do you think that cost is going to get passed on to? So, yeah, Vincent, you're absolutely right. It does uh, affect our everyday lives, and we appreciate uh, Vincent's call and his uh, being a loyal listener as well. Uh, want to get Definitely want to get back to the 2020 Democrat presidential candidates. Uh, Bernie Sanders basically threw down a challenge to President Trump, and as Vincent alluded to, President Trump's going to be visiting the Twin Cities. He's visiting tomorrow. Uh, has it been officially announced where? I'm assuming it's been announced where he's visiting. It's somewhere in Roseville, if I'm not mistaken. I okay. thought it was like some kind of plant manufacturing plant or something like that. I'll look it up. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I, I'm not going to be attending, but I know that he's going to be in town. And, it, and uh, whether you believe the Trump campaign, uh, I mean, whether you agree with the Trump campaign or not, they believe that Minnesota is going to be in play in 2020. I'm skeptical of that. I'm always skeptical of that because I, well, I'm a right-of-center political in Minnesota. I know how these things go. But nevertheless, he's coming here on tax day to tout the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. Right, and I got my um, I got my bills mixed up. It's actually Burnsville. He's going to be appearing at Nuss Trek and Equipment in Burnsville, wherever that is. Okay, appreciate that. Yeah, that's uh, on the opposite end of where I work. Uh, because I've, I, you know, there's been times when any president has come to visit Minnesota and they've of course have to reroute traffic and it just makes things a mess. But I work up in the White Bear Lake area, so it's on the opposite end for me. So. Yeah. I live in Dayton. I'm going to be just fine. Okay. So we're good. So we're good. It's all about us, of course. So we're good. <laughs> Always. And Tiger Woods. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So this past week, Bernie Sanders threw down a challenge, uh, to President Trump, because tomorrow, uh, Bernie apparently is going to be releasing uh, 10 years worth of his tax returns. And this is from a uh, yeah, New York Times story. Uh, Senator Bernie Sanders, whose $18 million fundraising haul has solidified his status as a frontrunner for the Democratic presidential nomination, said Tuesday that he would release 10 years of tax returns by tax day on Monday and acknowledged that he joined the ranks of the millionaires he has denounced for years. April 15th is coming. Mr. Sanders, whose refusal to release his 
full pass returns has become an issue in the campaign, said an interview in his office. We wanted to release 10 years of tax returns. April 15, 2019 will be the 10th year, so I think you will see them. Told that he was being compared to President Trump, who has refused to release his tax returns, Mr. Sanders got more specific. On the day in the very immediate future, certainly before April 15th, we release ours. I hope that Donald Trump will do exactly the same. We are going to release 10 years of our tax returns, and we hope on that on that day Donald Trump will do the same. Mr. Sanders' refusal to release his full tax returns was a relatively minor issue in the 2016 Democratic primaries when Hillary Clinton goaded him to be more transparent. But Mr. Trump's refusal to release his and subsequent effort by House Democrats to force the release have raised the issue's profile. Mr. Sanders has bristled at comparisons between his behavior and the president's. Not being a billionaire, not having investments in Saudi Arabia, wherever he has investments all over the world, mine will be a little bit more boring, Mr. Sanders said. Reminded that he is a millionaire, he did not shirk from the description. I wrote a best-selling book, he declared. If you write a best-selling book, you could be a millionaire, too. Whoa, 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 time, yeah, time, time, time out, time I agree, out. because what do you think is your time more finely, finely tuned impression? Bernie Sanders or Jim Nance at the Masters? Yeah, time out, time out. Uh, Bernie. I agree. You're invoking capitalism there. That's that's not you. What happened to this democratic socialist stuff? You know, spread the wealth. There's only so much money people need to make. So is there a moral amount here? Is it Has Bernie Sanders set a moral amount of money that he's going to make from his best-selling book? Whereas once he reaches, oh, I don't know, let's go with an arbitrary number, $10 million, that every cent he raised beyond $10 million is an immoral amount and therefore it needs to be redistributed accordingly? I mean, this this he's, he, he's invoking capitalism. And what about those of us, Bernie, who don't have the clout or the notoriety to write a bestseller? See, this is why socialism doesn't work. Because what they try to do is they try to have equal outcomes where everybody is poor and miserable. Equal, <laughs> I mean, uh, where everybody it shares in the wealth for the common good. No one should have more than the than the other person. But here he's acknowledging, well, you know, I, I put my hard, I, my sweat and my hard work into writing this book. It's a bestseller. Yeah, why why shouldn't I be compensated accordingly? Um. Yeah, that seems to kind of fly in the face of a lot of the things that he that he's been uh, advocating for, per- particularly democratic socialism. So uh, this has uh, also come to the attention of uh, let me let me pull that up here. This has also come to the attention of a uh, of a certain um, well, it's it's kind of a, a kind of a hanging softball here, or or hanging softball softball in and of itself kind of hangs. This is kind of a, this is kind of a softball for um, place like um, uh, National Review, who basically says, "Well, uh, Bernie's uh, boy is talking an awful lot about." Uh, yeah, here it is. Here's a post. I mean, I'll just read a couple of excerpts from it again. This is from that uh, uh, prominent right wing site, National Review. I hate these pop up ads. Sorry about that. Uh, it's all very off-brand and embarrassing, but Senator Bernie Sanders is a millionaire. Turns out railing against millionaires and billionaires can be quite the lucrative enterprise. Though he consistently ranked among the least wealthy members of the Senate, as the New York Times reported, since his 2016 run for presidency, Mr. Sanders' financial tortures have improved, or financial fortunes have improved. His 2017 Senate financial disclosure forms show he earned roughly $1.06 million that year, more than $885,000 from book royalties. His most recent book, Where We Go From Here, was published last year. The book he published shortly after the election, uh, Our Revolution, also sold very well. That's $1.6 million. That's it. He's barely a millionaire. He assured readers of the Times that they too could be millionaires if they only wrote best-selling books. Clearly, Sanders, who has spent the better part of his career saying millionaires like it's a slur, finds the whole situation a bit awkward and would prefer no one notices his wealth. One might think if Sanders were so concerned about how his status would be perceived, he would have found a way to lop off the last .06, perhaps by donating it to some worthy cause, 
and then he could have bought a cup of coffee, and then poof, he wouldn't be a millionaire anymore. Well, you know, these are all kind of cheap shots by National Review, but I'm sorry, what? What? Well, that's from Think Progress? Oh, what do you? That's a Think Progress report. That's a uh, Think Progress piece that is uh, railing on Bernie Sanders for being a millionaire and almost uh, saying he really shouldn't be touting his credentials as a millionaire. What do you know? What do you know? Um, but again, in all seriousness, this kind of talks about what I said. What's a moral amount? If he's railing on millionaires, well, then this. Uh, let me give the author full credit. Jessica Goldstein at Think Progress has the right idea. Wait a minute, you made $1.06 million last year. Well, that's uh, $60,000 you could donate to a worthy charity and then buy a cup of coffee and poof, you're not a millionaire anymore. Brilliant idea. I think that's a brilliant idea. And this is what really, in all seriousness, irks me, is you have all of these candidates that are dinging us for not being selfish, not paying our fair share. Everybody needs to pay their fair share. Well, just a few years ago, I remember this when Joe Biden was vice president. All right. I don't for dollar for dollar. Not I'm not talking percentage of income now. I'm talking dollar for dollar that my wife and I donated more to charity than Joe Biden did, who was vice president. And I guarantee I don't make a vice president salary. OK, so if you're going to come after us for being selfish and for not paying our fair share and for not helping those in need, uh, those of you who are typically those who decry that the most like former Governor Dayton, who gave all of like 500 bucks to charity one year. Um, I'll compare tax returns with you any day. And not only will we do it as a percentage of income, I have a feeling dollar for dollar that uh, we probably bury what you give. And again, I'm not saying this to brag on myself at all, at all. All right. I consider everything that I've ever made in my life as a, as a tremendous blessing. And as such, I, I'm willing to treat it as such that I'm willing to help those in need. Absolutely. But this is just classic, these people who talking about redistributing the wealth and helping others. Keep government out of it, because government does nothing but screw up that whole process. So uh, Bernie Sanders is going to release his tax returns tomorrow. He's already So he's already kind of uh, softened the blow. He's a millionaire. He's made a lot of money. Um, but it's highly unlikely Donald Trump will do the same, will follow, in, follow suit. But... Here, here's how I think this is going to go. If Donald Trump does release his tax returns, people are going to see that he's made a lot of money and he's paid a lot of taxes, and it'll be like the Mueller report all over again where they're thinking they're going to catch him in these big bombshells like the Saudi Arabian interests, like Bernie Sanders indicated, but inevitably they're, it's going to be turning up nothing. I have a feeling that Trump's playing a rope-a-dub strategy here where he's going to continually refuse and refuse and refuse, and then finally one day he'll just release him, and it'll be a big nothing burger. And once again, these people have egg on their face. And Trump is, I think, the first troll in chief that has ever been in the White House. That's for sure, though. I wouldn't be surprised if that's how it goes. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag NARNShow. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. We work hard our entire lives to provide for our families with the hope one day to enjoy our retirement. Our whole lives, we've been told what to do with our investments, and now we're nervous that we may not have enough to live the life we want. Learn to be the best steward of your money. At Online Trading Academy, we offer a free investing class. Dial pound 250 on your cell phone, use keyword OTA, or go to learnwithota.com. Hi, it's Keith Hittner Sr. here. Tune in on Sundays at noon for your Real Estate Chalk Talk, where we study the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Get the solid real estate facts you need from Keith Hittner Sr. and Keith Hittner Jr. of Colwell Banker Burnett and their team of experts. Tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk on AM 1280 The Patriot every Sunday at 12 noon. Brought to you by the Hittner Group, the number one Colwell Banker Group in the nation. Online at HittnerGroup.com. And tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk every Sunday at 12 noon on AM 1280 The Patriot. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders Roofing. It is so exciting to think that the Lord loves us in such a way that He sent His Son to provide the way for us to be directed perfectly, gently, and effectively. C.S. Lewis bluntly stated this fact, Aim at heaven, and you will get earth thrown in 
aim at earth, and you will get neither. None of us can serve two masters. We try, but we cannot do it. As the hymn says, keep your eyes upon Jesus, and the things of the earth will grow strangely dim. I pray that we can be used by each other to exhort and edify the church and grow the real kingdom. This is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. We strive to have our standard be God's standard. One of the ways we do that is we regularly look to God's Word to examine our hearts and our motives because we try to glorify the Lord Jesus in everything we do. We strive to take these standards on your roof, on your gutter job, whatever it might be. Give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up at thekingdombuilders.net. Did you know my mom's going to have a baby? She is? Will it be a boy? Or will it be a girl? We don't know yet, but we heard the heartbeat, and my dad said this is going to be someone very special. You mean like being a president? Or maybe a doctor? Well, probably maybe like a singer or dancer, I think. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We know that every baby is a miracle and has the potential to do great things. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. Welcome back, AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And uh, we have a caller on line one. Justin, you are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Thank you so much for calling. Hey, you're welcome. Hey, uh, I was going to talk to you about that last point you made right before you went to break. But, yeah, I, uh, I think Trump's uh, crazy as a fox with uh, that tax return business. I think that uh, you're right, that it's a rope-a-dope strategy, right, that he's, I mean, he's a master manipulator of the media. And if, if people don't have to figure that out by now, they're crazy. And uh, I've, I have a feeling he'll release them, you know, if, at some point. And say, so look, I have, a, I have more of a net worth than all of you put together. I make a lot of money. I'm super rich. So? <laughs> so exactly. And then yeah. the other piece, the other piece uh, that I thought I'd mention that I don't know if you were aware of, but I wanted to, I wanted to get your opinion and if you think this is really going to work. But um, this last week, the Illinois Senate voted that he must release tax returns or be barred from the state's 2020 election ballot. Mm, yeah. Even constitutional? And if you could comment on that, love it. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thanks so much, Justin. Yeah, I was wondering the same thing myself, if that's even constitutional. You know, I, I don't know. I'm the furthest thing from a constitutional scholar, so I have no idea. Um, you know, the easy thing to say is, well, you know, it's Illinois. Trump doesn't stand a chance there anyways. He probably won't even visit Illinois ever, so it's a moot point. But you're exactly right. The principle of it all is to deprive someone of the opportunity to vote for uh, the candidate that has received his party's nomination for president, which obviously President Trump will. Um, you know, that that's that's a that's a great question. There will definitely be a legal challenge if that is passed. And I believe Democrats have complete control in the state of Illinois. Now, I know Governor Rahner uh, was a Republican and I think he uh, he either didn't seek reelection or got voted out. I don't recall. But there's a Democrat governor now. So, uh, yeah, I but as far as the short answer is, I have no idea if it's constitutional because I'm not a legal scholar. But uh, there will definitely be a legal challenge there. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to ask you one more question on that note, and I apologize, you might have covered this off last week, but um, on that note, what's this business with all of the various states? Um, you know, I know Colorado's one of them. There's some other ones trying to uh, essentially do the same thing with electoral votes, but in a different context, right? They they want a, the popular vote to count in their states, uh, and whoever gets the popular vote will get then get the electoral. Is that constitutional, and do you think that's going to be a problem this next election? Yeah, I appreciate the uh, appreciate the call, Justin. Thank you. Yeah, um, I know that states have been able to uh, they they've been able to allocate their electoral votes, but well, like Nebraska and Maine do this, they allocate them by the uh, whoever wins the congressional district, 
And then whoever wins the popular vote within that state, then they get the two at-large electoral votes that represent, obviously, each of the two senators. Uh, but as far as being able to go against, like, say, if Colorado, if the major- if uh, the Republican candidate got a plurality of votes in Colorado, but yet the electoral votes went to the Democrat, uh, for instance, I yeah, I don't see how that works. Uh, I don't I don't know. I don't know either. Um, It seems to me that as far as how you allocate electoral votes, that's was left up to the states. Hence, Montana or not Montana, Maine and and Nebraska's law where they allocate them, like I say, by congressional district. Whoever wins a congressional district gets that electoral vote. And then whoever wins the most votes in that state gets the two at large electoral votes. But as far as uh, yeah, that's that's an interesting question because. Uh, and I, I'm familiar with Colorado's a little bit because how it goes is they are going to award electoral votes to the party, the political party who ends up winning the popular vote. So say in 2020, uh, Trump wins the state of Colorado. Let's say he gets the most votes in the state of Colorado, but his opponent, let's say Bernie Sanders is his opponent and Bernie Sanders wins the popular vote. Okay. Then they award Colorado's electoral votes to Bernie Sanders, even though Trump got the most votes in Colorado, which I don't know. Again, I'm not a constitutional scholar. I don't know if they can take it that far, but I know the the states have been able to set up a law, like it alluded to, Maine and Nebraska, on how they allocate their electoral votes. Uh, Mark is in St. Louis Park. Mark, on line one, that is. Mark, you are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Thanks for calling. Yeah, another great show. I couldn't call in earlier, but uh, I was going to mention about the Ralph Northam. Uh, there's nothing and a liberal who's been caught in blackface. He has promised his constituent everything under the sun. That's the reason he's staying in office. But I don't know if you remember, but uh, the New York Times, they got a copy of Donald Trump's tax returns. I'm not sure which year. Rachel Maddow for a month was talking about they were going to divulge it. Remember like the Geraldo thing and, and uh, so she did and it completely blew, blew up in her face. I think he actually overpaid taxes. So I'll hang up and listen. Yeah, I appreciate that, Mark. I do remember that. In fact, I was uh, following along on social media um, that uh, I following along on social media that evening. And uh, yeah, I found the uh, found the story. Um, this was from March of 2017, so a little over two years ago. Uh, Trump never released his tax returns during the uh, campaign, and they got a hold of his 2005 tax returns. And uh, breaking news, Trump paid a boatload of taxes. Yeah, he paid $38 million on $150 million in income. And Rachel Maddow had these tax returns. Oh, my gosh, here's the bombshell. We're Donald Trump, we got a hold of his 2005 tax returns, which that brings up another issue. Um. The New York Times apparently leaked these, and Rachel Maddow got a hold of these. How do you just leak someone's private information? Now, is there a law, because he is president, that makes it uh, public documents, even if he doesn't want to release? I don't know. Maybe. But regardless, uh, yeah, Mark is exactly right. And I think that was the analogy that I used. Like Al Capone's vaults, um, this was back in the mid-'80s when Geraldo Rivera was having a two-hour special about opening up Al Capone's vaults in like the underground of the Chicago Hotel because while they were remodeling this hotel in Chicago, they found some secret caves where Al Capone apparently had done business. And so Geraldo was going to have this big TV special where they were going to open these vaults. And leading up to it, they had basically a two-hour document docu- docu- um, documentary on Al Capone's life and his criminal activities and what have you. And the speculation was about it. What are we going to find in these vaults? And with about two minutes to go, they opened the vaults, and there was like an empty whiskey bottle. It was like if you're at a 4th of July fireworks show and the grand finale ends up being a bottle rocket that fizzles. That's what it felt like. And I think I even cited that because Rachel Maddow was really, okay, oh, look at that. $150 million income. He paid $38 million in taxes. That's more than 25%. Wow, that's uh um yeah, that's a lot. And basically, it blew up in her face. And of course, Trump, the master troll, comes out on Twitter and says, "Does anybody really believe that a reporter who nobody ever heard of went to his mailbox and found my tax returns? Fake news." You know, talking about NBC News. So, 
Uh, yeah, I uh, uh, again, I think this is and this was classic. Trump was refusing, refusing, refusing. And all of a sudden someone got a hold of his 05 returns and thinking they were got him in a box. It turns out he paid a heck of a lot of taxes. So there you have it. Uh, Trump's in town tomorrow. And would it be beyond him to release 10 years of his returns? To show that he paid a boatload of taxes, I wouldn't be, but I'm not optimistic that will happen. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also reach out via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag NARNShow. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back in mere moments. Go nowhere. Don't miss Sandvold Financial Group's Money Talks radio show here every Sunday morning at 9. Sandvold Financial Group is independent of Questar Capital Corporation, member FINRA, SIPC, and Questar Asset Management. Restricting free speech is restricting truth. The far left has crossed a line, silencing conservatives across America. Shadow banning on Twitter, Facebook, blocked ads on YouTube, restricted searches on Google, Prager University. Why isn't it fully available everywhere? All of these are direct attacks on our First Amendment rights. It's time for conservative America to wake up. You have a choice. You can fight back with veteran-led PatriotMobile.com, America's only conservative cell phone company. Every phone call protects your constitutional rights. Every bill that you pay fights for your freedom. Get the same reliable nation wide coverage you already have and know that your hard-earned money is supporting conservative organizations like the Heritage Foundation, PragerU, and Alliance Defending Freedom. With plans starting as low as $25 a month, why wait? Call 1-800-A-PATRIOT, use the word HUE, or visit patriotmobile.com forward slash HUE to waive your activation fee. We will not be silent. Join me and thousands of Americans. Switch to Patriot Mobile today and let freedom ring. Last year, Marlon Bundo Pence, also known as BOTUS, or Bunny of the United States, took readers through a day in the life of Vice President Pence. Now Marlon's found the time to take readers young and old on a new journey in Marlon Bundo's Day in the Nation's Capital. Marlon visits national monuments and shares what makes our country so special. Register to win a free copy at am1280thepatriot.com. Just click on Fan Club. Good day. Welcome to our show. Today's topic, how to cover up your backyard. Well, I can't use my tube because it's not big enough, eh? No, but you got a lot of space back there. You know what would fit? What? An Arctic spa or Arctic swim spa. Oh, yeah. Take off. It would have helped with a cabin fever for sure. Why should we get one now instead of waiting for fall? Well, because there are model close-up pricing deals. You like a good deal. Showroom clearance deals. And the new models are also starting to show up in the showroom. Yeah, but aren't we going to have to pay a premium right now, No, eh? Premier Pool and Spa wants you to have the spa your dreams when you want it. They get you the very best deal any time of the year. They also bring them in by their truckload so you can take advantage of those big savings. It sounds like they're working hard for me. They want you to have the best hot tub. And it's made in Canada for those Minnesota winters, eh? For the very best price, eh? Yeah, save on all the Arctic spas today. Visit Premier Pool and Chanhassen at premierpools.com. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously. Come into Lucky's and we'll give you a free 20-ounce bottle of water. Wow, wow, wow. We got water, water, water. So spring into Lucky Stations get a free 20-ounce bottle of water. Just mention AM 1280 The Patriot. Visit luckystations.com or your neighborhood store. Welcome back, Camp 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Say, uh, Eric Swalwell is running for president. Who? Yeah, Eric Swalwell. He's a uh, California congressman. He is uh, best known for uh, last November hopping on Twitter and responding to a uh, gun owner. A a gun owner basically hitting back at Eric Swalwell, who's a big anti-gun guy. 
and says, uh, if you think you're going to come get our guns, a war is what you're going to get because no way am I giving up my rights to give all the rights to the government. And Eric Swalwell basically responded by saying, and it would be a very short war, my friend, because the government has nukes, too many of them. So the government's going to nuke American citizens if they don't give up their Second Amendment rights. That's basically what Eric Swalwell was saying. And ironically, that's what brought him into the national prominence. And so much so that he feels like now he wants to run for president. Yeah, this past week, Eric Swalwell came out, his introductory campaign video. And, Jason, we have that video available. Uh, I'll play the audio. It's basically Eric Swalwell and most of the commentary, but he also has some commentary from his wife, I believe his brother, and his parents, who his parents are Republicans, but yet they are going to forego voting for a Republican this cycle to vote for their son. Of course, I would expect nothing less. But uh, listen to some of the demagoguery that uh, Eric Swalwell has in this uh, particular video. Again, it's about a couple minutes long. California Congressman Eric Swalwell running for president. Greetings from Sac City, Iowa. This is where I was born. My dad was a police officer. My mom, she made dollhouses in the garage that she sold and baked wedding cakes. Somehow we raise them all the same and one of them turns out to be a Democrat. (laughs) They just wanted one thing from me. It's where I learned about uh, the promise of America, to be the first in the family to go to college. I'm on the road in Iowa right now. My wife and our two kids that are two are at home. I miss them like crazy. Uh, too much time on FaceTime with them, not enough time looking them, you know, in the eyes. He thrives as an underdog. When given an obstacle that no one thinks that he can overcome, he does. Heard that there was a, a gun shop in town that would be open to just talking to me about just some of the legislation we're considering. You tell him you can't do something, he's going to do it. Today, we are just governing crisis to crisis. You know, I'm from the first generation that might do worse than our parents. We can't do nothing. We have to in this country go big on the issues we take on. Most Americans believe we need to have coverage for all when it comes to health care. Be bold in the solutions we offer. Most Americans believe that to be free of gun violence. I went to the funeral for four police officers who were killed by an assault weapon. Take the most dangerous weapons out of the hands of the most dangerous people. And do good in the way that we govern. And most Americans agree that to address climate chaos, to make sure your house doesn't end up underwater or on fire, we should do something about it, but make sure that we're not pitting workers against their job. The economy is not the unemployment rate. Donald Trump was bold, but a lot of what he was bold. Not the stock market. If you you look your family in the eyes and ask, how is our future any better off than before this guy came around? I've got just under $100,000 in student loan debt today. Are you doing better, saving more, and dreaming bigger? We can do all of that. Go big, be bold, do good. All right, I'm with Ruchir from Doherty Valley High School. He's the winner of the Congressional App Challenge. Ruchir, tell us a little bit about what it is. Hey, guys, I'm Ruchir. Um, I have an app called Rescue. I would really appreciate that he wouldn't swear in his campaign videos so I don't have to nearly panic and make sure I bleep out the uh, naughty words. Good there. job you did. He he said BS, and, and, and the vi- although he said, he said the full word. Yes. What bull, was weird about you know the video, what? I was watching the video, they had subtitles on the video. Right. And they, they X'd out the word, the second half of that word. But yet they allowed him to. That it, but the video, you could hear him saying it. It that made no sense to me whatsoever. Me but, either. A uh, couple things, you know. First of all, we'll get to the gun grabbing because that's his. That's his whole. That's his whole platform. Is trying is the assault re- weapons buyback program. He wants to buy back the assault weapons. Well, first of all, th- this is this is an age old issue. No criminals are going to give up their guns. Law abiding citizens may give up their guns. Okay. There are some law-abiding citizens say, you know, I I believe in the Second Amendment, freedoms, and everything else. But if, if the government passes a law, then I'll acquiesce to the laws. They don't want to get into a war with the government, okay? And there are some who take the Second Amendment literally. Second Amendment means Second Amendment, and no tyrannical government is going to come for my rights without any kind of due process. Okay, but again, I'll get to that in a little bit. There were a couple of things I wanted to address. First of all, he says he still has about a hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt, and how is government going to alleviate that? The whole reason so many young people have out-of-control debt is because the government is in the student loan business. They guarantee all these student loans and because they are willing to be a backer for these student loans and 
be uh, the safety net if if young people default on these student loans. Okay, they can charge these ridiculous interest rates, and so not only is the payment out of control, they go on forever for decade, literally decades. And secondly, colleges have no incentive as a result to lower tuition because they know that government is backing these student loans. So. How is the government good? How is Eric Swalwell's plan? He's a Democrat. How is he going to go about alleviating it? Free college? That's not going to work. Okay. And secondly, you know, while we, we're in danger of being the first generation to not do better than our parents. So again, how does go- government is probably the primary reason that that's the case. So government isn't going to turn this around. But like I say, his real agenda here, his, his whole platform is reducing gun violence. It's be, is this gun buyback program, which is a fraud, because what are you buying the guns back with? Our tax dollars. Okay? And people, of course, went to his Twitter feed and hit back at his at his proposals. And there was one young uh, Jessica Fletcher, who is, uh, no, not for murder, she wrote, but a uh, young lady who writes for the Daily Caller. She, big Second Amendment advocate, Basically, talk you know because uh, Eric Swalwell saying uh, well, first of all, let me back let me backtrack here. His whole thing was um, when he announced his run for president. He says, "Do you want to protect our children's right to go to school without fear? The right for a mom to hug her son when he comes home? The right for a dad to know his daughter can learn safely? Join me and let's ban and buy back assault weapons." Which is some of the most despicable demagoguery ever. And this is what these gun grabbers are doing. They're gaslighting. They're making you think that schools today are more dangerous than they've ever been. Which if you look at sheer unbiased data, including from the FBI, which the FBI doesn't tend to fall on the side of a law-abiding gun owner all the time. uh, Schools today, as far as gun violence... And I know mass shootings are heavily promoted, so it makes you think otherwise, but are safer today than ever. The numbers don't lie unless you want to somehow mangle the statistics, which a lot of gun grabbers do. But this idea, and, and here's the thing that, that irks me, the right to hug her son when he comes home. Well, this, this is kind of along the same lines of, well, I have a right to not be shot. Okay, well, then how is disarming a law-abiding citizen enhancing that right to not be shot? I, I don't see how that's that's possible. So, anyways, I go back to Jessica Fletcher where, you know, you want to create a hashtag no fear environment for women. We need our Second Amendment rights, the equalizer of the sexes. And Eric Swalwell actually took time to reply to that tweet and said, keep your Second Amendment rights, keep your shotguns, keep your pistols, keep your rifles. I just want to take the most dangerous weapons out of the hands of the most dangerous people. Well, a couple things here. First of all, he's talking about um, buying back assault weapons. Well, assault weapons, as we've learned, means different things to different people. Okay? And on the left, they don't have a basic understanding of firearms. So they think that anything to them that fires off multiple rounds is an assault weapon. Okay? So, first of all, let's get that verbiage straight. And secondly, isn't that nice of him? Ah, keep your Second Amendment rights. Keep your shotguns. Keep your pistols. Keep your rifles. Oh, gee, that's really nice of you, Representative Swalwell, to give me the rights that are endowed to me already by my creator. You know what this reminds me of? If For those of you who have ever watched this, Jason, you ever seen The Sopranos? I don't know if you've ever watched uh, The Sopranos. I've, okay, I was able to get through like six episodes of season one before I gave up on it. And, you know, before I even started in the first place, I, I know the ending. I won't spoil it now, but I, I know the fade to black ending. Let's okay. Put it that way. Well, I wasn't going to I wasn't going to um, talk about the ending per se, but in season two, uh, Richie Aprile, who was uh, one of the uh, one of the leaders, the capos of the uh, of the family it wasn't the soprano family when he was in it okay but richie aprile got released from prison early in season two and of course when he gets out of prison he finds that tony soprano the guy that used to report to him is now the uh basically one of the capos he mm-hmm. wasn't he, he wasn't the um boss of the family quite that um or i think maybe at this point he was doesn't matter but, but the point is is tony was kind of running things in this particular area and 
you know, Richie's wanting to get back in the game after getting released from prison. He says, Richie, don't worry about it. You're going to get what you what was yours before you went in the can will be yours soon enough. And he kind of looks at Tony sarcastically. He's, oh, gee, Tony, you're going to do that for me? He says, no, what's mine isn't yours to give me. And that's what I think of when I hear Eric Swallow. I say, ah, keep your Second Amendment rights. Keep your shotguns. Keep your pistols. Keep your rifles. It's like, um, I already have Second Amendment rights because they're endowed to me by my creator. So you saying, keep your Second Amendment rights. Oh, gee, thanks. That's awful generous of you, considering that they're already mine, and I'm not about to surrender them. So uh, let's be honest. Eric Swalwell is not going to be the nominee for president. What I think this is, my I, I have a theory, is that his re- rhetoric, it's going to be soundly rejected, the anti-gun rhetoric. Okay, it is. People think that the majority of folks, you know, they, they always mangle the system. Oh, look at this. People want uh, universal background checks. Well, number one, apparently you're not asking them the right questions because there are already background checks by law in order to purchase a firearm. So, again, there comes the mangling context and skewing statistics to fit your agenda. But he'll Swalwell, basically, he's going to gain no traction in this race, but he can continue the demagoguery in his California congressional district because he was he, I, he defeated the incumbent Pete Stark in 2012. He barely won by like 3%. And then in subsequent election years, 2014, 2016, and 2018, Eric Swalwell basically won by getting 70% of the vote. So he's in a safe district. So he can continue this demagoguery in his district and not have any fear of losing re-election. But now, he's be- but basically he's being a useful idiot to the other Democrat candidates because in the meantime, these other candidates can swoop in with less crazy gun proposals while incrementally moving toward their ultimate goal of confiscation. You see, Eric Swalwell's already given up the uh, uh, given up the gig by saying, hey, if you try to exercise your Second Amendment rights by arming yourselves against a tyrannical government, well, we're going to nuke you, all right? Which, it, how anyone can even be considered a serious candidate after saying something so stupid and irresponsible tells you the political climate we're in today. But uh, as we're hearing with Eric Swalwell and pretty much all these other leftist candidates, um, it appears to still be too much to ask for these candidates to actually have even a scintilla of knowledge of an industry that they are looking to heavily regulate. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Every parent has seen a time where dinner is on the table and one of the parents is trying to help the child with the homework and it explodes in your face. You all of a sudden have one child crying, not wanting to do math. Dad is upset. Mom is standing there looking with her hands up in the air. What do we do now? That was the time when we went to the professionals at Mathnasium. Hi, I'm Brenda from Southwest Minneapolis. We discovered that Skylar needed a little bit of, um, of help during fall parent-teacher conferences in the second grade. That's why we went to Mathnasium. The results that we've seen so far are just stellar. At the beginning of school last year, she essentially did not want to go to school. Six months into the program, she was basically counseling and helping other kids in her math group. Her confidence ballooned. I would highly recommend Mathnasium. Enroll now so your child can finish the school year with improved grades and confidence. Get a free trial and $100 off enrollment by visiting the advertiser page at am1280thepatriot.com. There is nothing more valuable than your good name, but how do you build and then protect it? This is trademark attorney David DiZarella. In business, this good name is normally referred to as your brand or trademark. Despite its importance, however... Many businesses just like yours are uncertain as to what goes into the selection of a strong brand, the building of that brand, the protection of that brand, and the policing of that brand. For example, when selecting a brand for a product or service, should you initially concentrate on a name, a logo, or a combination of a name and logo? And should your name or logo be registered in the U.S. Trademark Office? I can help you with every aspect of branding and trademark protection. Please call me, trademark attorney David DiZarella, 
at the Twin Cities firm of Schwegman, Lundberg, and Wusner. Trademark attorney David D. Zarilla has over 25 years in private practice of intellectual property law. He'll help you and your business in all aspects of branding and trademark protection. Find David D. Zarilla online at slwip.com. That's slwip.com. Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Minnesota. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result? It transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. High school sports. There's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mambo number five. And how fortuitous playing Mambo number five while celebrating Tiger Woods' green jacket Indeed. number five. Was totally wasn't planned, I'm telling you. No, not at all. But it's fortuitous. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. One final segment on the broadcast. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. And they are replaying the Masters right now on uh, CBS because they obviously got started earlier than they anticipated given the weather down there. So if, uh, it's so much nicer. I mean, it, it, it's it, it's fun to watch golf. I mean, when you're hanging on every shot and when it turns out the way you want it to, the ecstasy you feel, it's it's pretty awesome. But mm-hmm. to watch it relaxed, that, that too is kind of nice because you know the outcome. That's kind of nice too because you're not – you can actually – you're you're not blinded by your nerves, so you can actually see some of the intricacies that you may have missed because you're just so nervous and hanging on it. That's how I look at it. I'm I'm speaking for myself. Here, yeah, but. yes, you are in this case because I cannot watch a replay of any type of sporting no? event okay. at all. I I, I can't Fair. because I know the outcome, all the intensity is out of it, and that's the whole of reason course. why I watch sports in the first place is for that feeling of intensity, to feel that pit in your stomach when you lose, but that joy and jubilation when you win. And oh, you, sure. if you remove all that, then I'm kinda like, what's the point well i know but i i watch i rewatch it because i'm thinking you know i'm i'm like a caged lion i'm i'm pacing so much and i'm thinking i probably missed something it's like holy cow i missed that when i saw that initially because i was just you know bouncing off the ceiling especially during vikings games that's when i'm the worst true because yeah, i just too. oh yeah I, I, so and my poor wife can't be in the same house never mind room the same house when i'm watching the vikings so but because i work most during most Vikings games, right. it's not an issue these days. So yeah. I get that kind of dawned on me like a week ago. What <laughs> am I going to do on Sundays when I'm hosting your show and the Vikings are going to be playing? Like that is, if you think Tiger Woods winning the Masters is a conflict of interest for me, yeah. Oh boy, when the Purple are playing on Sunday, that's going to be a going to be an issue. And I'm, bra- <laughs> I'm going to break it to you: the TV will not be on in here when during Vikings games because no way will I be able to do anything if that happens i'll probably so, like bring my laptop so you have to well that one though. that one's fine that the one just outside the door is fine i just mute it because i i can't even get a scent of what's going on you know during the I, game i i no i again i will put together a wonderful <laughs> program for you but i, I will not be that. able to help that. myself i can't same with sporting events too i can't like dvr it and watch it later because i know like my phone will blow up in some capacity. I'll accidentally see something on Twitter or Facebook or something. I just I have no discipline in this regard. But I promise you will get a fantastic program oh, once not, the Vikings start playing in September. Not concerned about that. We'll make it happen. I'm we'll, mildly concerned. We'll have to. Well, we'll wrap up the show here. Um, this just in: uh, gov- former Ohio Governor John Kasich and 2016 presidential candidate as well. Uh, completely irrelevant. Uh, that's because, uh, this is from the Daily Wire, pro-lifers in Ohio are celebrating having a real pro-life representative in the governor's mansion after Governor Mike DeWine, a Republican, signed a so-called heartbeat bill into law on Thursday, legislation that was twice vetoed by allegedly pro-life former Governor John Kasich. The signing of this bill today is consistent with that respect for life and the imperative to protect those who cannot protect themselves, DeWine said before signing the bill, according to the Cincinnati Inquirer. 
The legislation protects unborn babies with beating hearts, which can be detectable at around six weeks gestation from the fetal procedure or from the fatal procedure of abortion. The bill, which includes an exception for the life of the mother, was introduced to the House on Tuesday and signed by the governor by 3.30 p.m. local time on Thursday. A handful of states have passed heartbeat protections for the unborn, such as Mississippi and Kentucky. Republican Governor Brian Kemp of Georgia, who's been threatened by Hollywood actors with a boycott, currently has such legislation awaiting his signature. Pro-Life Ohio thanks Governor DeWine for taking a courageous stand on behalf of unborn children with beating hearts, praised Ohio Right to Life President Mike Ganadakis. So there you have it. Uh, this and and there was a survey recently of folks uh, asked the question: Do they support such a measure, which would ban abortions up to uh, six weeks uh, from conception and later? And fifty six percent say yes. So the tide is definitely turning toward more pro life sentiment, and there are a lot of reasons for this. Number one, I think we the pro-life community has really gotten away, and this is a good thing, from shaming young women who even consider such a procedure or who've gone through such a procedure, because that doesn't win hearts and minds. This idea that it's not a difficult decision in the first place is naive. I mean, you can if you know what the procedure entails, sure, you can raise up your hands and say, my God, how can anybody do that to... A, a human life. But you know what? It is a difficult decision. And the way to change hearts and minds is through compassion and through providing alternatives. And I've always provide I've always talked about Save the Storks in this program. Save the Storks is a wonderful organization. When I was f- filling in on our sister station, KKMS, about a year or two ago, I had a representative on from Save the Storks. Wonderful organization. Google them, look them up online. All these right to life organizations providing alternatives for young women who don't want to abort but don't feel like they have any other choice. And this is one way hearts and minds are being changed is you're getting elected officials in office that are vowing to pass legislation like this. So RIP John Kasich's political career. He's pretty much persona non grata having vetoed this bill twice and now is dinging a Republican president. Uh, He pretty much has no party anymore anyway, so... Uh, R.I.P. John Kasich's political career and kudos to the state of Ohio and Governor DeWine. Folks, I've enjoyed it. As always, it's been a blast. AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. One last call. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Did you know that over 90% of male enhancement pills are virtually the same thing that's repackaged, redone over and over again? Why settle for the same old product when you can get something completely different? Something that takes male enhancement into the 21st century. Something that really works. Men, you need to try Noxitril, the all-natural male enhancement formula that will unlock your performance in the bedroom to a level you can only dream of. Try to imagine Viagra on steroids. Noxitril is so powerful, that's why it took years for it to finally become available to the public without a prescription. So call now and take advantage of our special Noxitril free bottle offer today. Oh yeah, we recommend that you use the Noxitril dose as directed. Think of your partner. We certainly don't want you to overperform in the bedroom. Call now and find out how to get a free bottle of Noxitril while supplies last. Call 1-800-993-1730. That's 800-993-1730. Free bottles for a limited time, so call now. 800-993-1730. 800-993-1730. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving.
If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts WOW11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's W-O-W-1-1 to 88988. AM 1280, The Patriot is... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.